Good morning, and welcome to 30 Minute Reviews. I am Adam. It is December 1st. We are finally in the month of December of this year, coming to an end. Um, and what we're here to talk about is the... The... Is Blue Beetle going to come out next year? That's the big question that I have. Because, and and if, if it is, is it going to be delayed? Or is it going to be just, you know, or is it going to be removed like Batgirl was? And I think we're starting to get our first indications of that. Because right now, CCXP is going on. There are a few major Comic-Cons still yet to come before the end of the year. I think Tokyo still hasn't happened yet. CCXP is going on this weekend, and that's this week. Like, apparently this week we can get some big news. Um, and, you know, there are some on-site activations for major movies coming up. Quantumania has one at CCXP. There's one for, um, what's the other one? The other really big one. Uh, fuck. Um, the fuck's it called? Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, but both of those have these big, you know, things that you can go to, um, and it's cool, and, and they're these cool things you can look at, and, um, they're bringing out their stuff, so, like, you know, DC brings out stuff for The Flash, because The Flash is apparently still coming out next year, um, they have stuff for Shazam Fury of the Gods, which is coming out in March, uh, and they have stuff for, um, Aquaman, The Lost, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which comes out in late, in a, a little over a year from now. So it's Christmas Day 2023. So those three things are happening. And they're happening, you know, big time. Um, but nothing indicates there's a Blue Beetle movie coming next year. Um, and if this is going to be your big thing where we're showing you next year's release slate, you would think that your major theatrical release in, release in August would get some attention, considering the movie is shooting, and, or, or is shot at this point, and we don't know what's going on with it, um, and look, do I, do I think that next year's gonna be a, a banner year for DC? I'm not gonna hold my breath and say they're gonna do Disney 2019 numbers between Infinity War and, or Endgame and Toy Story and all that, I think they get a good amount of money. Think that the Flash will do 800, uh, 800 million. I, I, I mean, look, I'm gonna be completely honest. I, I think the Ezra Miller nonsense has permeated into the mainstream to the point where people are gonna see his face and see his name in the marketing, or see his name on the poster, and be like, that's a little fucked up that he's involved. Um, so I think that it's just that kind of thing where it's like. You know, that, that could hurt it, um, no matter how good the movie is. And also, I'm not, based on reported plot leaks that I've read, if they're accurate, I'm not super thrilled about what this movie is planning to be. Um, but whatever. Um, it is what it is. Uh, there is, you know, Shazam, I think, will do a solid $600 million. I don't think there's anything in Shazam. I mean, unless they start marketing on the back of Wonder Woman, which is, you know, 
I think they have to start doing relatively soon because, you know, that movie's coming out in March. Um, and we still only have the one trailer for it. But that movie was supposed to come out this month, but it got delayed to avoid uh, bumping into Avatar. Um, and just, just looking at it that way, I feel like it's kind of... And the other thing with The Flash is, The Flash is in a weird spot because I... I don't know if it says that Warner Brothers has no faith in The Flash, or if it says that Warner Brothers has no faith that Indiana Jones 5 will be any good. Um, but they are... They're, they're putting it up against the 50 Indiana Jones movie, which, so far, has had positive buzz. And, and I like Mad Mickelson's design from the Empire pictures. Um, but look, I, I think that... There is a broader conversation to be had here, and I think that, you know, the, the, we're going to cover a lot of this in the in the year-end year wrap-up, I think, but in reality, um, I think the issue is, um, what's going on with Blue Beetle? I think there's a solid chance Blue Beetle gets the X, um, and I think that Blue Beetle's not being advertised because they're still undecided about what to do with it. Because the movie's not done yet. Um, and I think once they get a concrete decision one way or the other, they're going to be like, okay, well, we're going to market it or whatever. And I think that that's the problem. Is that with Gunn taking over, we have, you know... I, I think it's fairly obvious at this point that there was no unified vision for DC going forward. I think that that's a pretty easy-to-tell situation here. I don't think that... And I've said this for a long time. I think that DC would have worked better if it was Elseworlds, where each comic was kind of related, but not super related. Like, you know, there's a loose continuity, not a, a strict... Like, Marvel has a strict continuity where everything is kind of tied together and actually bonded to each other, and, and you're kind of just stuck. No matter if you like what happened before you or not. Where it's like, I heard an example on a podcast where they were talking about, um, what's it called? Where they were talking about, um, say they, they do something, like, the reason why Marvel games are not going to be a cinematic universe is that they have too many studios working on it. And they're talking about, you know, what, if, like, what if, you know, we do something in one game and another game needs it. We don't want them to be bound by the decisions of another studio when it's not in the best interest of the story. Um, that said, Marvel also has a think tank writer's room who puts all this stuff together. So it's not just, you know, like each studio isn't doing their own thing. Um, but that, that does the over plots. Now, DC, I think, would have been better served if they did a bunch of loosely connected movies that were like, you know, Elseworlds and stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, I don't know what's going on. Um, and, and, and if we just look broadly at what's happening, like, look at what the Flash ratios are doing. I mean, we're getting more of Ben Affleck. We're getting more of other characters. And it's like, look, there was a, a great comment, or a, a, a comment that when I heard it, I was like, oh, the Flash is getting canceled. Um, they're not going to release it. Because that's the thing, is like, you need to cut, uh, you're trying to cut billions of dollars in tax, and, and get tax return, uh, tax write-offs, I mean, the Flash costs $300 million, so, 
there's 300 million right there. Um, just don't release that, and, and you're good. But I think that, like, here's the issue um, with The Flash coming out next year, is that next year may be the last hurrah of the DC Universe as we know it. Um, because I think if Gunn's smart, he's going to pick and choose the parts that work, and he's going to just abandon the rest. Um, but at times that'll be a little weird, I think. Um, because, like, if Henry Cavill is Superman still, which a lot of people want, and Henry Cavill wants, um, then what's to say that, um, you know, it, like, if he's Superman and then you have a different Batman, like, they recast Ben Affleck, um, like, that that looks a little different, I think. The same goes for if they want to keep Black Adam around, or if they want to keep Shazam around, or if they want to keep, you know. Like, I would say the time with where Shazam came out was the only time I felt like DC was kind of on the right path, because it's like, alright, well, they're letting people do the stories they want to tell with these characters, in you know, using the world the way they want to without feeling tied to it. It's just kind of interesting to me that we're, we're in this situation now where I feel like Blue Beetle's going to get the axe. I don't think this is a delay. I think this is just completely dumb. There have been no updates on Blue Beetle since Fandom a few years back. There's been no no change in, in production. There's been, there's been pictures from set taken by like paparazzi and stuff, but that's it not, you don't have, you know, production stills, you don't have trailers, you don't have behind-the-scenes stuff, no one's talking about it, um, and I think the reason for that is, DC's just gonna axe the movie, um, I think that, like, the, the idea that we're going to be dealing with this kind of strange, what we're looking for here, like, this kind of strange thing where we have, like, the release slate reflects there's a movie coming out, but who knows if it's happening, and the other thing is, if I remember correctly, Blue Beetle was not meant for theatrical, Blue Beetle was meant for HBO Max, if it is still coming out on HBO Max, there is a fairly solid chance that it would not be included in these things, because it's a streaming release, in the same way that Peacemaker Season 2 is not being featured, in these things. Granted, I don't know if they've actually shot a frame of footage yet for Peacemaker Season 2, but with Peacemaker Season 2, um, they haven't done anything yet. Um, and, and, and even if they did, I don't think it would be included in this, because this is very theatrically focused. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see where they're going with this and what the, what the overall plan is. But I don't think that there's necessarily a, you know, I, I don't think that we're going to get answers on this until next year. Um, I think this is one of those things where it's like, it's going, like, I think it's going to end up on streaming if it's going to end up anywhere. Because um, I don't think that they have the overconfidence in, in DC films, um, in, in this movie going theatrical. Um, I think it was designed as a stream. 
but yeah, I mean, look, I, CCXP is going on, so if any big news happens, we're going to do episodes about it. Um, I was going to do an episode about the fourth episode of the Santa Clauses because I hate myself and, you know, all of my career choices up until this point. Um, but I had a technical issue last night, the same goes for Willow. Um, I had a technical issue last night that, uh, you know, led to things not working properly. So, we'll do it, uh, tomorrow. Willow and, uh, Willow and the Santa Claus episode four. Um, but it's thrilling. I mean, I haven't heard anything about Willow. That's the weird thing is that I haven't heard anything positive or negative to be able to say like, oh, Willow's good. I'm looking forward to watching it. Or Willow's bad. I'm dreading watching it. I've, it's just been very meh. And they haven't marketed it either, which is strange. Like, I don't think that Willow has had very much of any marketing going into it. Um, but look, I'm not going to sit here and filibuster because it's like a filibustering. Um, we'll wrap up there for today. Um, so, look, I think that um, hopefully we get some cool stuff out of CCXP. I mean, they already had a Star Wars something and they, they showed, you know, they, they confirmed that Bo-Katan is going to be the, the bad guy in, um, in Season 3 of The Mandalorian. So that's cool. Uh, or the antagonist, I guess. I don't know if we say she's a bad guy. But she's going to be the antagonist in Season 3 of The Mandalorian, which comes out early next year. They showed another trailer for The Bad Batch, which, you know, that's going to be cool. Um, having just finished Season 1 of The Bad Batch myself. Um, and then there's also, um, they had a message from Set for the Acolyte. Because uh, the Acolyte's currently shooting. I think that was my most anticipated of the announced Star Wars, like, shows. Um, I wanted to see where that was going. Um, thankfully, we're going to get our answer soon. According to, um, who was it? I, I saw an article, but the picture was... And, and here's the thing, it's like, it, it, all of these articles are fucking ridiculous. They put pictures that are loosely affiliated, but not it. It was a, an article about the Acolyte... And uh, the picture was Daphne Keene. I didn't read the entire article, but she's in the show. You know, X-23 from Logan. They they do this, you know... What's it called? The... The, um... Fuck, what's we're looking for here? The, uh... They said that the Acolyte's gonna be the first Sith-led first Sith show. Um... On, uh, what's it called? Uh, for Star Wars, or the Sith led anything of Star Wars, which I don't think that's true, because there's been some games and some movies that have been set, and some, uh, uh, some games and books that have been Sith led, but, you know, this is gonna be the first, you know, the first one that's actually led by a Sith the entire way through, because it's about the, the rise of the Sith at the end of the High Republic, leading into the, you know, the fall of the Republic, so I'm looking forward to that a little bit, um, hopefully we get more information about that. But we'll wrap up there for today. And until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.